Greetings, church. Blessings to you on this day after the baptism of our Lord Sunday that we had the chance to gather together in person again. And uh, now with a new year and taking a little bit of a break from everything that I did uh, with Advent, with our Advent calendar, musical Advent calendar and everything, something that we're going to do a little bit different now here on Facebook and, and elsewhere is that we are going to be having a psalm each day that we are going to read, that I'm going to read out of the, uh, the daily lectionary that's in the back of our, of our hymnal. Uh, today it comes out of Psalm 69. But then uh, we're going to be taking a look each day at a particular text that we are going to be having for the service for the upcoming Sunday, beginning with the prayer of the day. The prayer of the day tends to get overlooked. It tends to not be thought of. And yet, what we're going to do here on Mondays is we're going to be taking a look at the prayer of the day, and I'll go a little bit into detail of um, background on it, who wrote it, those sorts of things, and then we'll pray it again uh, together. And we'll pray it together each day as our prayer for this week. And then the, the next days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, will be the different texts that we have appointed for the following Sunday. So tomorrow it will be the Old Testament reading, and then the Psalm, and then the New Testament reading, and then the Gospel. Hopefully by Friday I will know what I'm going to be preaching on, or, or uh, what, what I know of at least that Pastor Carl is going to be preaching on, depending on how the, how the week has, has transpired. But with that being said, let us calm our hearts and our minds before we begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Reading from Psalm 69. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen up to my neck. I am sinking in deep mire, and there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters, and the torrent washes over me. I have grown weary with my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are worn out from looking for my God. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. My lying foes who would destroy me are mighty. Must I then give back what I never stole? O oh God, you know my foolishness and my faults are not hidden from you. I will praise your name, O oh God, in song. I will proclaim your greatness with thanksgiving. This will please the Lord more than an offering of oxen, more than young bulls with horns and hooves. The afflicted shall see and be, be glad. You who seek God, your heart shall live. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not despise the prisoners. Let the heavens and the earth praise God, the seas and all that moves in them. For God will save Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah. They shall live there and have it as their possession. The children of God's servants will inherit it. And those who love God's name will dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. That psalm is such a touching psalm, in part because it's almost this cry of 2020, right? Save me, O God, for the waters have risen up to my neck. But then we praise God, in part because he hears us, that the offering that we give back to God is actually coming to him and trusting him that he is going to care for us. Well, our prayer of the day. Those of you who are fans of the musical Godspell will probably recognize it. Um, 
but let me read it for you and then we will talk a little bit about its background. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, most merciful Redeemer, for the countless blessings and benefits you give. May we know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day, praising you with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. This should probably be familiar to you if you are a fan of the... uh, of the musical Godspell, and and if you're not, if you're from the 70s, I'm guessing, uh, you might recognize it. Uh, But this this is a prayer written by Richard of Chichester, who was a bishop. Uh, Prior to being a bishop, he he felt this conviction to be dedicated to the church, to to be dedicated to the work, but he never really became a priest until after Uh, the bishop that he served as a chancellor in Canterbury got exiled and he went with him and that bishop eventually died and then he went and studied for the priesthood with the Dominicans and then he came back and took a parish eventually got uh, appointed as a bishop and, and all these things elected as a bishop but he was one definitely who was known for his humility he he wore a hair shirt and never ate off a silver and And when he was bishop, he definitely laid down the law. Like he was not happy with priests who had wives or concubines. He was not happy uh, with priests who would be called to one parish and then sneakily take another because they wanted the income from that parish too. He said they should have one uh, to be cared for uh, by that. Or if they were to take on another, another church, they were not to receive an income from that church but many other things. But here in this prayer, we have this this call, this poetic call, which is translated from the Latin, that that first we we call upon Christ and we give him thanks as the merciful Redeemer he is for all the countless benefits and blessings given to us. This, This God who gives mentality, which is what we're given in the scriptures. God is one who gives. He cares for us. It it reminds us of our our small catechism where we believe that God created me and all that exists and is given to me and still sustains my body and soul, my limbs and senses, my reason and all mental faculties, and he daily and abundantly provides them for me. And then we list off a whole bunch of things, which includes everything. And so we give thanks to Lord Jesus Christ, the most merciful Redeemer, for these countless blessings. Then we ask. There's always an opening in these prayers. These prayers are are purposeful. These prayers have been part of the liturgy for for, uh, almost 2,000 years. But this one comes from the 1200s. So we're talking 800 years old. And And it always usually begins with either thanksgiving or praise. And then a petition, an asking of God for something. And the the collect of the day or the prayer of the day was supposed to be a prayer that was prayed after a moment of silence in which we are praying ourselves as members of the congregation, praying because we have petitions that we want to bring before God and we bring them silently in our hearts. And then I as a pastor, Pastor Carl or whoever, takes this collect, it was called the collect, the prayer of the day, and it collects all those prayers together. And here, The summation of that is, may we know you more clearly. So to know God, to know Christ more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly. This idea of knowing him. And and by knowing him, we love him more because we know him more. 
getting to know him, being able to, to love him more because of that. And then because we know him and we love him, following him as close as possible. Day by day praising you, always, every day, a, a continual thing with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. This continuous work, this continuous doing of, of, of desiring to know him, to grow in love for him, and to follow him, to be, lead, to be led by him, guided by him as the sheep we are and the shepherd he is. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful, beautiful prayer. We'll be praying it on Sunday. We'll be praying it each day while we're here. But it's good to be able to take these prayers. One of the nice things about the hymnal is that these prayers are right in the front. So you can take them home and you can have a prayer for you to pray each day. It's what I love about the liturgies because many times I get asked by, by you or, or other parishioners from other congregations, well, teach me how to pray. And I sit here and go, I have no idea how to pray. Other than we come to God and we say, please help me. And we take these words and they guide us and they help us to pray. So let us, let us pray them together again as this prayer becomes ours. Thanks be to you, Lord Jesus Christ, most merciful Redeemer, for the countless blessings and benefits you give. May we know you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly, day by day praising you with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Go with the blessings of God upon you, and we will see you tomorrow. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.